0: Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports, have some lunch on ESPN one FM and 8.50 AM WRUF.
1: Hello and welcome into a Wednesday edition of Sports Scene, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. San Patosa producing today. We hope we will have a good program With you. These next couple of days, uh, we hope to bring you some really good guests. And then next week, uh, if everything goes right, uh, we will have Todd Golden and Kelly Ray Finley to preview the Gator basketball seasons. Speaking of that, uh, the SEC coaches voted and Florida is picked to finish seventh in the SEC in women's basketball this year. Uh, South Carolina is picked to finish first. Why not? Followed by Tennessee, LSU, Alabama, then a tie for fifth with Arkansas and Mississippi State, and then Florida. The team picked to finish last. Vanderbilt and a team that's been very good you know when, when my Matthew Mitchell used to be an assistant here uh, for a long time took over the program in Kentucky and really got them to be an NCAA tournament team uh, they're picked to finish 10th the fall by Kentucky has been pretty steep since Matthew Mitchell left now again we'll see if that holds up and that's just a preseason type of thing um, And it's interesting Uh, Florida's picked to finish 7th there. And I think um, when they did uh, the men's, I believe the men were picked to finish 7th, I think, too. I'm going to double-check this here. Um, Yeah, they were. So both teams picked to finish 7th. And by the way, uh, for the men, the order of finish Kentucky, Arkansas, Tennessee, Auburn, Alabama, AM, and Florida. Mike White's Georgia team picked to finish next to last. South Carolina picked to finish in the basement. Uh, some things we will talk about today. You know, I, I'm not a big Twitter user, but I go on most every day and look and I'm, I'm truly fascinated by some of the things I see and read on Twitter. But I just, I've mentioned this theory I have before, but I don't think I've asked for your input in this. Florida, in my opinion, is going to end up with a top 10 recruiting class this coming year when it's over. And that certainly bodes well for Billy Napier because one of the reasons he was chosen to be the head coach here is because of his recruiting acumen along with his staff. So that is working out. The conventional wisdom was that Florida and Billy Napier needed time to rebuild and a lot of people were looking at year three of the Billy Napier era to really put Florida back on the map. Here's my theory. It's harder to rebuild. But Tennessee kind of disproves my theory, doesn't it? What was Tennessee before Josh Heupel got there? What did he do? He went heavily to the transfer portal. What did LSU do with Brian Kelly? Went to the transfer portal heavily. So my theory is that if you're where Florida is, look at the rest of the league. Ole Miss is no doormat. Mississippi State isn't a doormat. Arkansas is. I mean, can you play anybody in the league with the possible exception of Vanderbilt, and say it's a win. I I don't think that you can. And remember, Oklahoma and Texas are coming here, And and you can finish with a top 10 recruiting class, but if five of the teams above you are SEC teams, that means you're sixth in the league in recruiting. So do you think it's harder now to rebuild than, you know, maybe what it was a few years ago? Today on the show, Ben Brown, Pro Football Focus, we'll talk NFL, and then uh, we'll talk to uh, Santa Fe College's men's basketball coach, and then, uh, what did I say? Brad Spielberger? Oh, uh, no, it it is. It's... um, it is Brad Spielberger. Yeah, okay. Did I say Ben Brown? Okay, sorry. Uh, he's tomorrow. <laughs> um, and then um, we'll talk to Coach Mary from Santa Fe College to preview their men's basketball season. And we're going to talk to a Florida women's basketball player today as part of our uh, athlete spotlight uh, with our friends at the Gator Collective. Tomorrow, if all goes well, the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, will be here. DJ Shockley, the former Georgia quarterback, We'll talk about them dogs, as will Mark Weiser, who covers the team for the Athens paper, and we're hoping to get Dan Mullen here tomorrow too, uh, give his thoughts on Florida, Georgia, and he's making his uh, analyst debut on a football broadcast tomorrow night. So hopefully Dan joins us tomorrow. We'll take phone calls, questions, comments, as we always do. Three nine two eight two five five. You can email S Russell at WRUF dot com. Daryl, hello.
2: Good afternoon, Steve. How are you? Doing well. Steve, I guess uh us Florida fans are feeling like the Georgia fans in the nineties now, you know, because you know, when Steve used to whip up on Georgia, it's kind of reversed with us now, you know, going into this game this weekend.
1: Well, you know, I'm I'm a big history guy, right? And and this series has been one that's been kind of dominated one team or the other you know georgia's won four of the last five florida was 18 and three against georgia from 1990 through 2010 so yeah the, the tables have turned at least in the short term
2: yeah steve you know i want to echo some of your statements about the uh, transfer portal and stuff mm-hmm. i've you know i've said you know give coach napier three years but you know i agree with you with this new transfer rule things can turn around in a year or two you know so Florida goes into the transfer portal and pulls some key players out. Who knows what can happen next year?
1: Yeah, I, I do think he will go more heavily into the transfer portal. I, I think he made a conscious effort to solidify the high school recruiting, and that's why he didn't go full blast into the portal a year ago. I think that will change.
2: Yeah. Steve, I want to touch on the uh, Texas a and situation out here.
1: Uh-huh.
3: Man,
2: I guess the wheels are really coming off because I've heard now there were reports of marijuana smoking mm-hmm. in the locker room before the South Carolina game.
1: Well, it can happen, and this is why I keep saying this about how the fragility of some programs, right? Look what happened to Florida. Did anybody think at the beginning of last year, especially after the way Florida played Alabama, that Dan Mullen wouldn't last a year. I don't think anybody thought that, right? I mean, obviously Texas A&M was picked to finish very highly with all their recruits. It can happen quickly. It can spiral out of control quickly. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens from here on out.
2: Steve, let's say they lose to Ole Miss this weekend, and I think Florida's got a shot to go into College Station and you know beat them. The way Things are going out here. Do you think they pull the trigger on Jimbo this year or they just give him another
1: year? I think a lot depends on what the rest of the season holds. Um, you know, did he, is he losing the locker room? Is he, you know, is there, is there a discipline problem? Because that goes directly to the head coach. Now, he's got that, that, that huge buyout, but as we all know, uh, Texas has a lot of money. So uh, if it gets too bad... I mean if they were to lose out, I'm not sure how you and given his issues, I'm not sure how you survive that. But and I think Florida's got a shot regardless if they win or lose against Ole Miss because, you know, they're they're offensively very challenged. And so that's gonna that's gonna help Florida's beleaguered defense.
2: Well, Steve, I just wanna see some adjustments made, hopefully on this off week we've had. You know, get some pressure on Stetson Bennett Saturday. And, you know, just be competitive. I mean, if I, I just – that's all I can ask for out of the game. I don't expect this to win, but, you know, stranger things happen. I just want to be competitive Saturday.
1: All right. Darrell, thank you. Appreciate your call. twelve thirteen. time check brought to you by Hayes Chilery, ESPN, one FM, 850 AM, WRUF. <laughs>
4: W-R-U-F. Good afternoon, I'm Griffin Fole. Tonight in hockey, the Tampa Bay Lightning will continue their West Coast road trip and look to bounce back from last night's loss to the L.A. Kings. The Bolts will remain in Southern California tonight to face the struggling Anaheim Ducks, and backup goalie Brian Elliott will start in net for Tampa. Be sure to catch all the action right here starting at 9.30. Tonight in women's volleyball, number 14 Florida will face Auburn on the road. The Tigers boast a 6-0 home record and are tied with Florida for first place in the SEC. Tonight in softball, the Gators will welcome USF for their third fall ex- exhibition. Florida is 2 0 so far this fall after defeating Jacksonville and rival Florida State. On the hardwood, the winless Orlando Magic will face the 2 1 Cavs tonight in Cleveland. At the Gainesville Sports Center, I'm Griffin Fole.
0: ESPN 98 1 FM, 850 AM WRUF.
1: Southeast card see you at 310 Northeast 39th Avenue in Gainesville, the place I purchased a lot of my vehicles over the years. In fact, over the last few years, it's the only place i purchased my vehicles. I trust them and I love the selection of vehicles I've always had to choose from. I love their salespeople because they've never once ever tried to hard sell me into buying a particular kind of vehicle or a particular car or truck. They just let me look at the vehicles, test drive the vehicles I wanted to, and they're certainly there to answer any questions you might have. If you're looking for a new vehicle, Don't have any, but they have the best in late-model, low-mileage vehicles. Great selection, and you can check them out two ways, online at secars.com. All the information is there for you, and you can also go see them in person at Northeast 39th Avenue in Gainesville. When you go see them, tell them Sports Scene sent you to the really good people at Southeast Car Agency.
5: Okito America's new location on Newberry Road is now open. Okito America is the finest family fitness and child development center in the area. The school year is back and no one does after school like Okito America. Martial arts, academic tutoring, Spanish classes, art classes, science classes, sports programs, and free transportation. Classes for all ages. 6900 Southwest Archer Road and now at 7420 West Newberry Road. Hurry, sign up at okitoamerica.com today before classes fill up.
6: Kids eat free this Halloween. Before or after your little princesses, ghouls, minions, and superheroes fill their bags with candy, fill them up with a delicious meal from Miapa. Don't rush to make dinner and put on costumes. Let Miapa give them something good to eat. Purchase any regularly priced meal from Miapa's Jonesville, Alachua, and Gainesville locations on Monday, October 31st, and get a free kids' meals for all kids under 10 in costume. This is no trick. Treat your kids to the same great kids' eat free meals at Miapa that you love every Wednesday this Halloween. Miapa Latin Cafe, your Halloween dinner headquarters.
7: Want to make a big impact this election? Voting yes on single-member districts is a vote for accountability. Voting yes on single-member districts is a vote for true representation. This is the first time in 40 years that we have an opportunity to fix our local government and finally have a say in who represents us. Let's come together and stand up for Alachua County. Vote yes on single-member districts on November 8th. Paid political advertisement, paid for by leading of our future. 155 E-Park Ave, Suite 1, Tallahassee, Florida, 32301.
8: Are you over 50? Would you like to get up to 33% more income in retirement? Then call now for this free book, Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers, from a leading financial firm on maximizing your income in retirement. That's right, free. This free book reveals little-known truths about annuities in simple-to-understand terms that will help you make the right choices before buying an annuity. And it's free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report summarizing the rates and benefits from financially strong insurers call 800-925-1522 that's right annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and annuity rate report both absolutely free for calling today call 800-925-1522 that's 800-925-1522 Sponsored by Annuity General, producers have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. Increased income is possible using strategies suited to your goals and may require buying multiple annuities and holding them full term.
1: Hey folks, it's Steve Russell for Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries, where you can walk up or drive through for the freshest burgers in town, made to order. They support local Florida cattle ranchers, and they still feature great milkshakes, including the Key Lime Shake. Outdoor patio umbrella seating is available, and if you're in a hurry, you can order online for a quick pickup at DickMondell's.com. Remember, open seven days a week. You can find them on Facebook and Instagram. The best burgers, shakes, and fries you'll eat at Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries.
5: How many times have you looked around your house and said, one day, one day I'll add that pool or remodel that kitchen or maybe even take a dream vacation? Here at Radiant Credit Union, we say that day could be today. With our low-rate home equity line of credit, you can access the value of your home to make your dreams a reality. We offer an easy application, low rates, and in some cases, no closing costs. Radiant puts your home equity in your hands. Visit radiantcu.org slash HELOC and get started on your home equity line today. Federally insured by NCUA.
0: It's the Dean of Sports Talk in Gainesville, Steve Russell, on ESPN 98.1 FM at 8.50 AM
1: WRUF. Welcome back to Sports Scene. We're going to talk a little National Football League right now as Brad Spielberger joins us from Pro Football Focus. Brad, always good to have you. Thank you for doing this. Um, I think we talked a little bit last week, but the trade deadline now is a little less than a week away. We saw McCaffrey get moved. That, that's a pretty big name. Could we see other big names get moved?
9: I think it's possible. Uh, you know, the NFL has definitely become more open to the prospect of making some of these deadline deals after years of really not you know, having any major names moved. I think... Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers wide receiver Chase Claypool is a name I'm certainly keeping uh, keeping an eye on. The Green Bay Packers one team makes a lot of sense there. Maybe a couple others enter the fold, uh, and I think Bradley Chubb, Denver Broncos, an edge defender, former top five overall pick, a good player. But with how bad this season has started for Denver, they just signed Raggy, Randy Gregory in free agency. They have Baron Browning, a third round pick last year, has really come on and emerged as a great young outside linebacker for them. So. With Chubb in a contract year on his fifth year option, I think it makes a lot of sense for them to explore maybe moving him if they're not going to resign him anyway um l-
1: let me ask uh this question in in uh conjunction with other sports sometimes in other sports brad, you see teams I don't want to use the word tank, but I'll use it uh because they're they're building for the future but this with the deadline where it is. I mean, we're going to be barely, not even halfway through the season. So would a team that's not doing well, you know, a Cleveland, I'm just throwing them out, you know, a team that's doing poorly, Houston, would they trade assets to get draft picks at this point? I think it's a great
9: point in that maybe if it was just a couple weeks later, we'd see more deadline activity. But I think right now if you're sitting there as even a 2-5 and five team, let's say, in the NFC, you can probably convince yourself, hey, you know, there's a lot of, you know, season left and the, and the wild cards, in the NFC could maybe be right around 500 and they could still sneak in. So I think it's a great point that it might actually prevent a lot of teams from making moves, even if they are trending in the wrong direction. Uh, for Cleveland, especially too, you know, Deshaun Watson will return in week 11 or week 12 or maybe it is. Nevertheless, like he's coming back. And so maybe they convinced themselves, let's get hot, win a couple games. And then we get our, our true starting quarterback in, in the fold. Maybe we can make a run. So, I think unless you're a team like Houston or Detroit, where it's you know one-win teams that are really bad, that are more focused on the future, um, only those teams with older veteran players that are not in their long-term plans, I think, are more inclined to say let's let's sell a little bit and, and retool.
1: Brad, let me ask because you know it's it's I think fans forget sometimes that you know even though these coaches are paid handsomely, uh, you know they they can get fired and that's how they support their families. As you look at some teams that are struggling, you know, Detroit, I think more was expected of Hackett with Denver. It's only six, seven games into the season, but we've already seen one coach get get uh, let go. Are there is there a danger of more being let go?
9: I do think so, yeah. I, I think, you know, even though it's just one season for Nathaniel Hackett, I don't think you are going to do it in season. Are those rumblings right now that – if they lose to the Jaguars in London, that he might get fired. I'm not totally buying that. I think they would at least wait until the end of the year. Uh, you know, the, the Washington Commanders did just win a you know a big game against Tampa Bay with their backup quarterback in Taylor Heineke, but the way Ron Rivera has kind of spoken and operated it has me wondering if he's maybe still in the hot seat a little bit. And then I looked at Indianapolis. You know, I think Frank Reich and Chris Ballard making this move to backup quarterback Sam Ellinger, the young six-round pick out of Texas, Is not entirely about Matt Ryan and his injury and his poor performance. I also think they fear they might be getting fired at the end of the season and and just need to shake things up just to motivate and inspire the team right now.
1: Three teams I want to ask about, the Buccaneers, the Packers, and the Saints, all I think have underperformed in some way, shape, or form. Which of those are you the least concerned about?
9: I would still probably go with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because I, frankly, with them, and I guess you could do this both ways, but with them, I think I think they have the talent. It's just a matter of execution, a couple injuries that hopefully they get some guys back and it changes things. With Green Bay and with New Orleans, I think they fundamentally lack the talent to be as good as maybe some folks thought they would be. So maybe, hey, that changes for Green Bay, and they, maybe they do make a move at the deadline. I know they've been calling around about wide receivers, which is the, the area they need to benefit, you know, to bring in the most help. Um, but, yeah, you know, Tampa Bay just needs to play better. Uh, New Orleans, I think, is just not as good of a football team as, as maybe they even thought internally.
1: Let me ask about the NFC West. Uh, I, I'm not sure I would have thought Seattle would be leading the division with the Rams and the 49ers there. And three of those four teams – Have a minus point differential. So let me ask about Geno Smith. He's playing great football. Did you see this? And are you concerned about the Rams and the 49ers long term?
9: So I would would be lying if I said I saw this in Geno Smith. I know a (laughs) lot of people said, you know, the end of his season last year, he showed some promise and, you know, showed that he was maybe, you know, a little bit better than just a backup. But for him to be a top five graded quarterback for us right now, and really look at the tape, I mean, it's not just. You know, benefiting from play action or benefiting from the talent around him he himself is making some really really impressive downfield throws you know contested windows doing a lot of impressive stuff and i would say i get asked a lot of these radio hits kind of who are you buying are you buying the jets are you buying the giants are you buying the seahawks my answer is no to all those except for seattle i now am a believer in seattle i think they are a good football team you know as for the rams and niners I do think the Niners will still win this NFC West division. The defense is just really, really good. Needs to get some guys back from injuries themselves, but a lot of short-term stuff, and I think they'll figure things out. The Rams, they certainly could. Also a team I'm keeping an eye on at the deadline. I think Bradley Chubb, maybe Robert Quinn off the edge, make a lot of sense for them. They're dead last for us in pressures from edge defenders, so it's kind of just Aaron Donald by himself right now. But their offensive line is so, so bad and so banged up from injury I'm not sure they can, you know, maybe turn it around um, and, and and be a serious contender. I think it's San Francisco's division to lose.
1: Last question for you. Um, this is such a quarterback-driven sport. Pittsburgh, you know, doesn't have Roethlisberger anymore, and with Trubisky and a kid in Pickett, they're really struggling to score. Are, are they high on? I mean, are they? Pickett has struggled. He's he's been okay sometimes too. But where do they go now? Is Pickett their long-term starter?
9: So for me, they're kind of just like New Orleans, where I, I think they struggle to accept the reality of their situation, that they thought they were better than they were. I mean, I think this is a bad football team in a lot of areas. It's a bad offensive line. Uh, the defense is, you know, the best player is Cam Hayward, who's 33 years old now. Obviously no T.J. Watt, but, you know, the cornerback position, pretty much no talent to speak of. So, you know, I think tearing things down a little bit they try to keep pushing and keep pressing that being said i would never put kenny pickett on the bench when healthy we know what mitchell trubisky is no point in giving him more reps in my opinion i want kenny pickett to make these rookie mistakes learn from them, and don't make them again. See things he hasn't seen at the college level. Yes, there's been a lot of interceptions and a lot of bad. There's also been a lot of good, in my opinion. I think he's shown a lot. I think he's grown. He is fondly an open receiver when asked for it. And at Pitt, he did a lot of forcing it downfield. Like I said, still some of that, but I think he gets better every week. I would play him every single snap of the season unless, unless injured.
1: Wow. As always, where can people see your work?
9: Yeah, you can see me on Twitter at PFF underscore Brad, and you can follow us at PFF.com. And we are covering everything about this trade deadline, obviously next Tuesday, so less than a week away. We'll be covering every angle of every move potentially made going forward.
1: Yeah, we'll see if any any big stuff happens. Brad, thank you for your time. Thank you. You got it. Brad Spielberger, Pro Football Focus 1227. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. We're going to switch sports here, talk uh, men's basketball, Santa Fe College going to open their season. Coach Mallory joins us next, ESPN, ninety eight one FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
0: From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN, 98.1 FM, and 850 AM, WRUF.
1: What QC Kinetics is doing for people here is nothing short of amazing. I'm talking real, lasting relief from joint pain. Hey, it's Steve Russell. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in exciting new pain treatments with advanced regenerative medicine, non-surgical alternatives. If you're living with joint pain from injury or arthritis, don't let them tell you steroids, pain meds, and surgery are your only options. QC Kinetics uses regenerative treatments that can restore and repair damaged tissue. Maybe you've been diagnosed with bone-on-bone arthritis You've been told you need a replacement. Call QC Kinetics now for an alternative way to deal with the pain. These amazing protocols work with pain caused by injury as well, like a torn meniscus or rotator cuff. Call QC Kinetics now. Don't keep living with that pain. Learn how regenerative medicine can give your life back with no drugs and no surgery. Now with clinics in Ocala, the villages, and in Gainesville. 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550 QC Kinetics. Dave Ray's
3: automotive. We get the-
1: college football season is here and there's lots of great plays being made hey it's steve russell let me tell you about one of my favorite plays when it comes to my automobile i take it to dave mays automotive why because i trust the team to treat me and my vehicle with respect integrity and honesty if you're tired of being treated like a number at the chain stores make a great play and head to dave mays automotive located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind the Sunnies on Waldo Road. Brakes, A.C., oil changes, tires, engine and transmission work, and, of course, their famous bug check. Modern to import, diesel trucks, and fleet service, they do it all. Learn more at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive,
10: we get the bugs, all of them bugs, out of your car football season is here time to let electronics world upgrade your home entertainment so you can enjoy all the big games this fall hi this is tom Collette. score big with a new sony 4k ultra hd tv or a custom designed professionally installed home theater from electronics world the winning team at ew can put you right on the 50 yard line in your own home come visit us today and see for yourself just off newberry road west of i-75 near tj maxx or online at electronicsworld.net
11: He's got the 1966 Heisman Trophy, the 1996 National Championship Trophy, and seven SEC trophies. Steve Spurrier was the head ball coach. Now you can call him the head beer coach. And he's sharing his newest trophy, a can of lager. His head beer coach 1966 lager is available in 16-ounce cans at Spurrier's Gridiron Grill and all Gator football games. 1966 is refreshing in all kinds of weather and tasty enough to please any beer drinker. Head beer coach 1966 lager, a legend in a can. Please drink responsibly.
12: October is National Pedestrian Safety Month, and a time to remind everyone that pedestrian safety is a shared responsibility. Pedestrians, walk on sidewalks, or if a sidewalk isn't available, walk facing traffic. Watch for cars exiting driveways or backing up in parking lots, and remain visible at all times. Motorists, failing to yield to pedestrians in crosswalks could result in a citation and points on your driver's license. Remember, pedestrian safety is a two-way street. Brought to you by the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles.
0: The UF Weather Center. Here is your WRUF weather update.
12: Today, a cold front will be moving through
5: our area. We'll have a chance for a couple of passing showers, maybe even a rumble or thunder during the early afternoon. Otherwise, mostly cloudy skies, muggy and warm highs in the lower 80s. Tonight, sky is clearing, humidity dropping, lows in the upper 50s tomorrow morning. Tomorrow afternoon, plenty of sunshine, high temperatures in the lower mid 80s. the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski.
1: Patrick Show. Dan
13: Patrick.
14: <laughs> we're not sitting here with a bunch of 40 plus career 40 shooting guys.
10: Sometimes it's worse when you think you're a good shooter and you know they're letting you shoot. So then in your mind you're going, hey, do they know something that I don't know? Hard to <laughs> argue with LeBron, and, 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 they were 10 and, and, for 40 and, and, as a team and, and, from three-pointers.
0: The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes. And you. Weekday mornings at 9 right here on WRUF. From the film room to every fourth down conversion, football lives here. We are ESPN one FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN one FM and 850 AM, WRUF.
1: Well, very shortly basketballs will be bouncing on the hardwood it'll be that way for the santa fe saints men's basketball team they begin their season next week and longtime men's coach chris Mowry is going to join us now to talk about his team chris welcome thank you as always for doing this um, thanks steve yep last year a really really successful season for you a really good year how much did you lose from that team and as you look at this year's group what do you see
14: we had a great year. Lost a large number of players. Uh, just one starter back, and and he actually was a was a backup who we had an injury, uh, and he ended up starting after a kid got injured. Uh, but uh, he's back. Uh, really, four players who contributed uh, off the bench basically are back and have stepped up, in you know, and what their roles are going to be for us this year. And then a really good mix of new guys coming in.
1: With those new guys, are there any of those new guys who may start? What will some of their roles be for you?
14: Sure. Um, Yeah, definitely. Jalen Spear, uh, who is a Gainesville uh, young man who played, finished at the Rock, and he was at Florida A&M the last two years. Um, He's with us this year. Uh, He started at FAMU and was arguably their second best player uh, the last two years. He averaged almost 11 points a game. Uh, So he's going to play both the one and the two for us and and i think will you know be a big part of what we do this year um and then you know the other new guys we've got a kid from the from belgium uh who is a starting point guard on their under 18 national team uh named tom de maria uh again can play the one and the two really can shoot the ball knows how to play so those two guys and then we have a guard uh, a wing transfer uh nigel martin who uh A few years ago, averaged almost 15 points a game as a freshman um, in the CIAA, which is the top Division II conference in the country. So I think all three of those guys are going to really contribute for us this year.
1: You know, a lot of times when you start a season, you think you're going to have something, and then it doesn't work out that way. But if you looked at your team today, how deep uh, do you confidently feel you can go when your season starts?
14: You know, that's something we're really working through. at the In, in the backcourt, the ones, the twos, the threes, I, I feel like we've got two guys, you know, at every spot. So we're, we're okay there. Um, we've got two returners up front, Cordell Brown and Nico Numeros, who have been really good this fall. And then I've got five other guys that we're trying to figure out where are two of them going to emerge, which two are going to emerge. And, and we just haven't figured that out yet. Uh, they're very competitive and nobody's really, you know, stepped forward to say, hey, I'm the next guy kind of thing. Um we're not very big inside. Uh we're only six, seven. So, you know, that's gonna be a concern for us throughout the year and uh but really 2, one, two, three I feel good about four and five starting wise we're good. We're we're looking for those guys to step up and say, Hey, I'm gonna be the backups and, and help the team out. We're not quite there yet.
1: Now talking with uh Coach Stebbins yesterday. Uh, she was telling me that you know you, you uh, they switched leagues uh, or co- is or conferences is that the same yes. thing with you guys?
14: We we are still we are exactly the same. as okay. Last year. Okay. Um, and Confusing. There's been talk with <laughs> at some of the schools in the state have have dropped basketball in the past five six years and they're talking about whether or not we should realign and that type of thing and. Um, it's decided we're going to stay where we are right now and see what happens here in the future.
1: Uh, if folks want to come see your team play, uh, tell us where – I think you've got some exhibitions, but when do you actually start the regular year? Right.
14: Regular season uh, begins Tuesday, November 1st, so I think that's six six days away right after Halloween. Uh, we have a doubleheader with the women, so the women are at 530, the men are at 730. Um and then later in the month, uh November tenth and twelfth we have home games. Um and, and so we're you know, we're not too far away from getting going.
1: Uh speaking of the schedule, you've always played a very competitive schedule, I would imagine, same thing this year for you.
14: Right. We've got a couple games uh against top ten teams or preseason top ten teams. Uh we go to Tallahassee Community College in, in later in November and then in December uh, we play the preseason number one team in the country, Northwest Florida State, uh, who was last year's national champions. doesn't mean much. It's a brand-new team, but they're they're really talented. Uh, we've already scrimmaged uh, Chipola College, who's preseason number eight in the country, and a couple of uh, Georgia schools who are preseason uh, receiving votes for the top 25. So, you know, we've had some good experience here leading up to the start of the season, and uh, hopefully we'll build – Toward our conference in, in January and February, which is, is always very challenging.
1: Chris, we've done this for a number of years together, That's right. and and I wonder, you've done this a long time. Is coaching still as much fun for you as it was? And has anything changed in coaching kids? You know, over these past few years, you've done
14: this. Uh, I, yes, it's it's changed, and I, and. And I'm very lucky this year. And We had a great group last year, obviously, and very successful. This year, uh, you know, I think we're going to be pretty good. Um, I've got 16 phenomenal young men that we're working with. Uh, it's fun to be around them. It's fun to coach them every day. Um, you know, it's always different year to year, week to week, team to team. And uh, But we've got a great group of young men that we're working with this year, and, and it's been a lot of fun. So, yes, the, the joy in coaching – I mean it's been fantastic um no no burnout or anything like that, even though it seems like I've been here a long time i think <laughs> we've got I've got some years left in me um I think the way you you know just like at every level, every sport now, I think how you treat your players uh is probably a little bit different you can't be quite as harsh if that's the right word as you you maybe could in the past um and I'm probably more of a old school coach, so to say, than a, than a modern guy. Um, but I I think, you know, we have to be cognizant of how we're treating our young men. And, and, uh, and then also there's just been so much the last couple of years, whether it's because of the pandemic or it's just the age these young people are growing up in and it's social media, what is it? But a lot of concerns about mental health, right? And, And, you know, it seems like almost every one or two months, there's something about a college student-athlete who's taken their own life. Yeah, um, and, and I just think we, we're more aware of, hey, kids are going through this stuff now. You know, 10, 20 years ago, who you never even thought about that. Like, what could possibly be wrong? You're 19 years old and you're in college and you're playing basketball. What, what could be better than that, right? And, and now you, I think we realize, hey, there are there's issues, whatever they are. And I, I I just think we have to be way more aware of that, and I think we do a good job of that. You know, we have some programs and things and, and try to help educate the coaches and uh, and the players also. Uh, so I think that's a big difference just in, like, aware of our our, our health, our, our student-athlete health and, and how are they doing, uh, not just, you know, what can you do for me, but what can we help you with also. I just think we have to be aware of that now.
1: Good stuff, Chris. I wish you a lot of success this year. Again, coming off a terrific year last year. Thank you, as always, for doing this. Again, they open up doubleheader with the women's team, with Coach Debbins' team uh, on November 1. Thank you, and uh, we'll talk to you later on down the, down the year, Chris. So much, Thank Steve. you. Appreciate you got it. it. Anytime. Chris Mowry, longtime men's basketball coach at Santa Fe College. Uh, we'll open the phone lines back for you, 392 8255. You can also email the show uh, at srussell.com. At wruf. And again, uh, tomorrow we're going to focus more on uh, the uh, Florida Georgia matchup, talking things from the Georgia perspective tomorrow. Um, hopefully, with a couple of guests that uh, are working either working for the team or covering the team, uh, and that'll take place tomorrow. Let me get to some emails here before uh, we get our uh, guest at one o'clock. Um, Lee says, want to hear your thoughts on perception of coaches. There are no black head coaches in the SEC right now. Kevin Sumlin's record at this point with Texas, A&M, 39-16, got him fired. Fisher's 37-18, and 18, he's still there. I think this says a lot about the money, power, people behind these programs and the support somebody like Sumlin or Charlie Strong has versus a Jimbo or a Sarkeesian. I see the point. I definitely see the point. And, you know, whether it's perceived or real, when you you couch it in that, you know, uh, in that aspect, it makes you stop and scratch your head a little bit. BB says, uh, League's all about average and equal except for Georgia and Alabama. Definitely harder to recruit. And eventually big money, NIL, like Texas, is spending without national regulation will make it worse. Kiffin harped on the problem. He's right. How do you think Saturday's game plays out? Do you think the Gators try any new wrinkles? You know, that I get asked that a lot about new wrinkles. I don't know that you can just... I mean, look, Florida did it, if you recall, when Chris Leak was here, uh, w- when they got to the bye week, they changed... What they did offensively So it can be done And can you put new wrinkles in Sure you, you can do that But you're, you, you're, you're basically Who you are at this point Can you do some different things And put some different things in Tweak some things Sure you can do that 1243 time check brought to you by H-Jittery, ESPN 98.1 FM 850 AM WRUF
0: Gainesville Sports Center Here's what's trending now 1FM, 850
4: AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Griffin Fole. Tonight in the NHL, the Tampa Bay Lightning will continue their West Coast road trip and look to bounce back from last night's loss to the LA Kings. The Bolts will face the Anaheim Ducks, who enter the matchup on a five-game losing streak. Be sure to catch all the action right here, starting at 9.30 p.m. In women's volleyball, number 14 Florida will play in a away match tonight against Auburn. Despite being unranked, the Tigers are 6-0 at home this season and tied with the Gators for first place in the SEC. On the Softball Diamond, Florida will host USF tonight in their third fall exhibition. In the NBA, rookie sensation Paolo Bancaro, and the Orlando Magic will look to pick up their first win of the season tonight in Cleveland as they take on the 2-1 Cavs. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Griffin Fowle. ESPN
0: 981 FM, 850 AM WRUF.
1: Folks, have been telling you for a while now about a terrific local charity, the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka. Been doing that for a while now, and there's good reason for it. Gator Nation has responded admirably to help uh, this out, and we thank you for that. The Road Heaver Boys Ranch houses at risk young boys from troubled homes, and they're sustained by donated vehicles. They learn real life skills because They repair the vehicles, and then they resell them. It certainly helps prepare them for things later on in life. If you have an unused or unwanted vehicle of any kind, car, a truck, a boat, whatever it might be, please consider donating it to the Road Heaver Boys Ranch. The donation is tax-deductible, and it goes a long way towards helping this really great cause. To find out more, Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org to learn more. They thank you.
5: Okito America's new location on Newberry Road is now open. Okito America is the finest family fitness and child development center in the area. The school year is back and no one does after school like Okito America. Martial arts, academic tutoring, Spanish classes, art classes, science classes, sports programs, and free transportation. Classes for all ages. 6900 Southwest Archer Road and now at 7420 West Newberry Road. Hurry, sign up at okitoamerica.com today before classes fill up.
6: Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry.
15: Dr. Kim is so, she's spiritually and uh, personally and physically a beautiful person all the way around. That's what I admire most about her and that she's up on the latest techniques and everything that's going on in the field. That. I feel a lot of confidence and, and I just, I enjoy being around her and talking to her.
8: How about Dr. art Well, I think the biggest thing is that, that he stays so far ahead of everyone else technically. You know, you, you don't worry about what he's doing in your mouth because
5: The event you've been waiting for, International Diamond Center's biggest and final storewide sale of the year, is next weekend, November 4th, 5th, and 6th. Get extra savings storewide, guaranteed IDC lowest prices, plus 36 months zero interest financing, and it's like double the selection with all of the industry's top designers flying in with their entire collections. Everything's on sale, plus way more diamonds to choose from, lowest prices before the holidays, not this weekend, next weekend, November 4th, 5th, and 6th at IDC at
1: Celebration Point on approved credit. Hey folks, it's Steve Russell from my friends at Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville, 310 Northeast 39th Avenue. They've been in business, family owned and operated for over 40 years and in all that time, they've done one thing. They've given you the best alternative you have to purchasing a new vehicle. The cream of the crop and late model, low mileage vehicles. They do their best to get the best selection and the best quality vehicles every single day. Check them out today. Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville.
16: We're all on this planet together. So join Odyssey and find your one thing. As autumn temperatures get cooler, here are some simple things you can do to help out the environment. Remove any window air conditioners. Check windows and door seals for proper insulation to keep heat in and cold air out and check your furnace making sure it's clean and replace the air filter with a new one to keep it running at peak efficiency all winter long join odyssey and together each of us doing one thing makes a greener tomorrow what's your one thing
6: Kids eat free this Halloween. Before or after your little princesses, ghouls, minions, and superheroes fill their bags with candy, fill them up with a delicious meal from Miapa. Don't rush to make dinner and put on costumes. Let Miapa give them something good to eat. Purchase any regularly priced meal from Miapa's Jonesville, Alachua, and Gainesville locations on Monday, October 31st, and get a free kids' meals for all kids under 10 in costume. This is no trick. Treat your kids to the same great kids' eat free meals at Miapa that you love every Wednesday this Halloween. Miapa Latin Cafe, your Halloween dinner headquarters.
11: This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 981 FM 850
6: AM WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 981 FM 850 AM WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators.
1: All right, let's take the calls. Print 255 You can email S Russell at wruf.com. John, hang on. I want to read Mike's email, and I want to ask you who are listening if you agree with this. Okay. The defensive, he says the defensive philosophy Napier brought to Florida has been abysmal by any measure, and I've seen zero adjustments. On offense, the Gators are the 124th team in the country in plays per game. Gator fans pay their hard-earned money to see plays being run, not a quarterback standing and letting the clock run down on purpose. Everything off the field has been excellent, but there obviously needs to be massive changes on the offense and defense. Agree with that or not? Gator fans pay their money Any fan pays their money to watch their team play. That's what you pay your money for. It isn't that you're going to run 60 plays or 80 plays or 20 plays. You you pay to watch your team play. You can disagree with what they're doing. But I don't believe for one second that Gator fans pay their hard-earned money to see plays being run. I'll say it again. You can run 90 plays and get beat 50 to 40. You can run 60 plays and win 23-17. I know what I'd like. John, hello.
17: Yes, good afternoon, Steve. I'm going to make a quick comment on that. Um, I disagree in, in this instance, yeah, we don't like what's going on with our defense, but I don't think Billy Napier really cares what – I mean, he I'm not saying he doesn't care, but he's not going to take the advice of Gator fans. I think he plays – for the most part of the season, I think he's trying to play – he plays that soft bend-but-don't-break defense. He's even said it on comments on post-games, they say if we play that bend and don't break. You know, yeah, the, we just couldn't get LSU off the field you know i mean this this soft zone it looks like a prevent defense i think he's so worried with our defense that we're going to get burnt downfield that he just kind of just you know as gator fans we want we want change to put pressure on the quarterback well if you do change and send two or three you know players maybe a you know a corner blitz what's going to happen you know, a long seventy-yard touchdown pass. You know, and then we're going to be saying, "Well, why did he do that?" You know. So, uh, my my point is, saying to Steve is, I, I don't I don't know. I don't know what he needs to do in order to change his defense. So that's that's my my opinion on that. Okay. Okay. So now let's go back to your your first question at the beginning of the hour, talking about it's harder for teams to to make a change. And then we got like Texas and Oklahoma coming into the uh, the mold in one or two years. I agree with that, but look, let's look at Tennessee. You you even mentioned Tennessee, you know? Tennessee is is basically us two years ago minus all the transfer portals. He got they got Hooker, and we got a, they got a couple of nice pieces on the wide receiver core to to make this a dynamic offense. Weren't we a dynamic offense two years ago with with uh, Trask and Pitts and and Tony, you know we even had Van Jefferson on our staff. That was a, was a transfer portal.
1: Well, the transfer portal is going to be the thing that I think. Along, look, I, I think people think that that's the be all end all. It's right, not. Right. You still have to recruit high school kids, and I think the thing with Hypel is what separates him is his offensive system, right? He's got a guy who can quarterback that system really well. But think about it. Wherever he's been, his offenses have been pretty good. So it's system. And you got to have the right guy to run it, but he's even when he's not had NFL guys run it, from a college standpoint, it's been pretty darn good. So that's right. part of it, too. You know, you, you can go on the portal all you want, but – you know, is that going I mean,
17: to? We were very we successful. I mean, not on offense. We've had, like I said, Van Jefferson. We've had Grenard and You know, some some other pieces. You know, I can't think of some guys off the top of my head. You know, to to say that they were dynamic. But you know, that that is like you you'd even mentioned to I think Daryl talking about. You know, maybe he needs to to tap in and, and get some key prep uh, players coming off. Hey, thanks for taking my call, Steve. John, thank, thank, you,
1: thank you. Steven says ESPN loves putting percentages on everything. Now it's your turn. What percentage would you put on the chances of Florida-Georgia staying in Jacksonville? Uh, I would put it at 40-60 that it goes... I'm sorry, 60-40 it goes away. I think this comes down to money. Here's my theory. Kirby Smart's already come out publicly and said, I want this game... To be home and home. He's already said that. You know, you lose a recruiting weekend, all that stuff. Okay? He's on the record with that. So, when both schools issued their joint statement, he they said, we will each do what's in the best interests of our schools. Well, what Georgia wants and what Florida wants, I think... Are diametrically opposed. So, what can this come down to? Money. Money. Can Jacksonville pony up enough money to get these schools to both agree to keep the game here or in Jacksonville? That is what I think this is going to boil down to. And We'll see if it does, A, and B, if it does do that, what Jacksonville is willing to put up. Martha will be our final call of the hour.
18: Hello. Hey, Steve. Um, just a few thoughts. I know that in the past you have said on the show that um, we ne- Gators are never satisfied, and I agree with you 100% because this coach, we just started with this new coach, And yes, there are things that are going on that we're not happy with. But this coach also has to learn when he's on the field with the kind of players that he has on the field. So we need to give him that chance, just like we've given all of the coaches that we've had for the last 40 years with me on the field. And then when it gets to a certain point, then the athletic director and the president, they'll make the decision if that coach has to go. But my goodness, give this man a chance. He's he's not doing everything right. The problem is, is that he doesn't he doesn't have the players right now that he needs. Also, Steve.
1: We will see what happens in the future.
18: All right, sweetie. Thank All right, you.
1: Martha. Thank you. Appreciate your call. Uh, we'll end with a couple of emails here. Uh, Greg says Florida's only won four games against Georgia in the last ten years. Uh, in your famous crystal ball, the Georgia dominance trend happening for the next ten years? No, I do not. I I think. Billy Napier is going to straighten this out, and this will become a very competitive game year in and year out where the chances of one team dominating the other is much less. Uh, He says winning on the field helps recruiting immensely. Yes, it does. Uh, He's worried about the dominance of Georgia in the Eastern Division for years to come. The way you fix that is in recruiting. And then the way you fix it is beating them. Remember, this has been just a recent thing. I'm going to go back to what I said. Between 1990 and 2010, Florida was 18-3 and three against Georgia. I think it's four of the last five that Georgia has won recently. That's our first hour. Back with much more, Hour 2. And we will take your questions, calls, and comments. You're listening to ESPN 981FM 850 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell.
0: WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981FM 850 AM WRUF.
1: What QC Kinetics is doing for people here is nothing short of amazing. I'm talking real, lasting relief from joint pain. Hey, it's Steve Russell. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in exciting new pain treatments with advanced regenerative medicine, non-surgical alternatives. If you're living with joint pain from injury or arthritis, don't let them tell you steroids, pain meds, and surgery are your only options. QC Kinetics uses regenerative treatments that can restore and repair damaged tissue. Maybe you've been diagnosed with bone-on-bone arthritis. You've been told you need a replacement. Call QC Kinetics now for an alternative way to deal with the pain. These amazing protocols work with pain caused by injury as well, like a torn meniscus or rotator cuff. Call QC Kinetics now. Don't keep living with that pain. Learn how regenerative medicine can give your life back with no drugs and no surgery. Now with clinics in Ocala, the villages, and in Gainesville. 352-400-4550, 352-400-4550. That's three five two four zero zero forty-five fifty QC Kinetics.
7: Autism. Did you know that one out of every 44 children in the U.S. is now identified as having an autism spectrum disorder? At the Autism Society of Florida, we've spent over three decades ensuring that people with autism enjoy full participation and self-determination in every aspect of life through initiatives like drowning prevention, first responder training, advocacy, and support groups. Become a member of the Autism Society of Florida. Visit AutismFL.org. AutismFL.org work.
19: There's always excitement about lighting the first fire of the season. It brings family together, provides comfort, warmth, and a gathering atmosphere. The Wood Stove and Fireplace Center in Gainesville on Main Street is the area's premier dealer of wood, gas, and electric fireplaces. Indoor or outdoor, in wall or stand alone, plus decorative screens, tool sets, and more. Visit our showroom today and capture the warmth of the season. The Wood Stove and Fireplace Center, since 1975. Visit
10: online at woodstoveflorida.com. The Bash Bash is back at Depot Park, November 5th and 6th. A free music festival celebrating blues, Americana, and soul heritage. Featuring the legendary Mavis Staples, drive-by truckers, tributes to Tom Petty, Bo Diddley, and more than 20 other regional and local bands. Enjoy Enjoy the the best local local food, art, and craft vendors. A beer garden and a kid's area. Reserve your free ticket at thebashgnv.com. And to receive special perks, access, and to support local charities, upgrade your experience with a VIP VIP package. For tickets to the Bash Music Festival, November 5th and 6th at Depot Park, visit thebashgnv.com. Welcome to Sports Scene
0: with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports, have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF.
1: Welcome into Hour 2 of Sports Scene. For this Wednesday, San Fertosa is producing the program today. We thank you for making time out of your busy day to join us. By the way, big shout out to the Putnam County Gator Club. Had a chance to talk to them last night. Always a pleasure going over there and talking to that group, so thank you for the invite. Had a great time, and uh, hope we can do it again. I've been doing it for a long time over there, and really good people. Right now, as part of our uh, collaborative agreement with the Gator Collective, we always talk to Gator athletes, and today, we're going to talk to women's basketball player, Aaliyah Matharu, and she now joins us. Hi, Aaliyah. How are you?
3: Hi, I'm good. How are you?
1: I'm doing wonderfully and thank you for doing this. Uh okay, you uh you were in the SEC, you left and came back to the SEC. What what uh, attracted you to come back to Florida?
3: Um, really the conference and the coaching staff. Um Kelly is she's doing something special here and um, I see it. Um she really developed Kiki and I, I went and played with Kiki the majority of my life. Um, since I was in fourth grade, I've known her. So, I mean, just the development to see what she was able to do for her, just giving me some confidence that she could do the same for me.
1: Um, if, if a fan is going to come watch uh, Kelly Ray's team and watch you, tell them about your game.
3: Um, I'm kind of the styling assassin. I just do my job as best I can. Sneaky defender. And I'm, I'm going to give everything I have every time.
1: As the season is going to unfold here, um, I'm interested to know your thoughts on team chemistry, camaraderie, and what do you like about what Kelly Ray and the staff bring to the team?
3: I really like that there is really no wrong or right. You know, you make mistakes, and some coaches get on you a little bit harder than others, or, you know, you just you have different situations where – you have to coach different players a different type of way but like with her it's always it's always love it's always genuine there's a care a genuine connection and i just feel like that connection is really important and as far as team chemistry um we have it you know every factor that you may need to have a really good team i mean it's just a matter of us putting it all together and doing that on the floor
1: i know uh, you're a good three point shooter take a lot of pride in that
3: <laughs> yes yeah.
1: Um, I want to ask about growing up. I always ask athletes who come on that uh, I want to get fans to get a chance to know them. Did you play other sports growing up?
3: Um, I did. I started off playing soccer, and then I kind of didn't want to play anymore, and so I picked up a basketball because one of my neighbors, um, he played basketball, and it just it just kind of stuck with me from there. I was like, okay, this is what I want to do in the future.
1: Really? That's interesting. Um, when did you kind of know you were pretty good?
3: Um, honestly, it didn't really click for me until I signed that letter of intent. I was like, okay, we're doing this. So just right around that last year of high school is when everything really clicked for me. I was like, okay, well, maybe, maybe I can actually do this at the next level. And here I am.
1: Since you did already play in the league, for those who don't know, uh, Aaliyah played at Mississippi State. Does that help you kind of, I mean, it was a couple of years ago, but at least you, you kind of know the league a little bit. Does that help you some?
3: Yeah, I think it's a really big help. I mean, the SEC does a really good job of showing love to all their players. It's not just the big, the post players or the fours or the threes, and it's a fast paced conference. I mean, I'm a pretty quick guard, and it's just it all around it just fits my style of play, honestly.
1: Uh, I want to talk about the future. Uh, hopefully, you can play pro, but if you don't, what are you in school for? What do you want to eventually do?
3: Um, I want to go into business. And do more of like a branding and marketing type thing, and work with other athletes, and you know, just give them the things that I might not have had the opportunity to have while I was in school. So,
1: I uh, speaking of that, uh, have you had NIL deals? I, I, you know, a lot of there's a lot of people who think it's you know way out of hand, but have you participated in that? And do you think it's a good deal?
3: I mean, I've had deals, but that's kind of it. Just wasn't my primary focus when it came about, and they made the rule i kind of just been really focused on my craft, you know, just trying to stay in the gym and stay motivated. But I think it's a really big help because it gives all of the athletes an opportunity to, you know, use our name and image to do things and promote things that we like and just show other people and other little girls that, you know, you can do it too.
1: Last two things for you. Where do you think you've made, Aaliyah, the most improvement in your game from freshman year to now?
3: I would definitely have to say it would be not even anything physical or skill wise. It's in the mental aspect, just learning um, to have a next play mentality, learning to work with other really good players and be around really good people. So um, I think the biggest thing would be just making that mental adjustment. You know, you mess up. All right, next play. How can I, how can I get it back on defense or how can I be better on
15: offense? You know,
1: last question for you. Uh, A lot of people talk about, chemistry of a team in helping it to succeed is this a team with good team chemistry
3: yeah i'd say it's a really really good team chemistry i mean on the visit they were all just in sync you know we did a lot of different things and team activities and that's what really stood out to me the most so that's part of the reason that's really a big reason on why i decided to come here
1: I'll bet you guys are kind of tired of practicing, but you guys want to go play a game, right? Yes, we
3: are
20: very excited
19: to go play. (laughs) Yeah,
1: and that's going to happen very, very soon, and you can watch Aaliyah and the Gated Women's Basketball team very soon here, getting ready to play the 2022-23 season. Thank you for taking time to talk to us, and I wish you luck during the season. Thank you.
3: Thank you so much for having me. Have a good day.
1: You got it, Aaliyah. Thank you. Aaliyah Matharu, a part of the Florida Women's Basketball Team, Uh, she has She's played at Mississippi State. She's played at Texas. And now she's playing here at the University of Florida. All right. The rest of the day, uh, it'll be us. Tomorrow, uh, we're going to have a really good show for you. Uh, The Voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, uh, will be here. I hope to have Dan Mullen here uh, tomorrow. And uh, hopefully a couple of uh, guests that will talk to you about Georgia football from the uh, Georgia perspective, they'll both be here tomorrow. But in the meantime, we'll open the phone lines for you three nine two eight two five five. And you can email srussell at wruf Let's uh get to a couple of emails here uh while I can, if I can punch it up here. Oops, I missed my emails. I lost my emails. I'll have to get them back up here. Um all right. I guess I must have just X'd out of it when I was doing the interview here. So all right live on the air here getting ready for emails um bill's email um he said steve i would rather see a team win period sure do i want offense yes but he says I, the the bottom line for a team is if it wins and and i think that's the way it is frankly with most people isn't it i mean isn't that in the end what you do in rooting for your team, it may be ugly once in a while, but that's the way I think people want it. Todd says, uh, I don't know if the defensive scheme is abysmal. Players should have talent at this level. They may not be great right now, but I also don't see many adjustments being made to be more aggressive, at least the front seven. What is that? What is And I want to know, what does that mean? What does more aggressive mean? And getting pressure on the quarterback. Sometimes you have groups that just don't put pressure on the quarterback. Look in the NFL, right? There's teams that have high sack numbers. There's teams that don't. Well, what's the way that you do that? You blitz. Previous defensive coordinator blitzed his butt off what happened. So, you know, sometimes you just don't have the talent to be able to beat your man consistently up front to do that. He says playing to contain the offense and allowing the offense to dictate tempo is not helping. Okay. Uh, Tony says, Mike's email seem like a parody. Have you ever attended Florida Georgia as a fan? Uh, yes. If you, do I have a favorite Florida jo- uh, Georgia story from years gone by? Uh, it's not a favorite, but I, w- I witnessed... When Florida was ahead at the half, twenty-seven to ten, and Gator fans were just giddy because it would have given Florida its first ever SEC championship, and Florida proceeded to lose that game, forty-one to twenty-seven. That's probably the worst memory. Uh, the best memory is uh, the first time I went there. Uh, I was just awed by going there and all that sort of thing. So that's my best. And I've made a lot of friends over the years. You know, my a lot of my classmates, you know, went over there for the game, and they're still some of my friends today. So that's probably, uh, Tony, the best thing. Uh, let's see here. Patricia? Or Pat says, uh, doesn't agree with the other email. I do agree, clock management. I don't understand the end of the first half against LSU. I hear you. Defense is terrible. I think it's a lack of quality players. The offense, the result of having a very inconsistent quarterback. I have my doubts about whether or not that will improve. Thinks the team will get better with time. to give the staff some time. Seven games is not a fair measuring stick. Thank you, Pat, for that. One thirteen Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending
0: now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
21: Good afternoon, this is Bryce Mitchell. The Tampa Bay Lightning play the Anaheim Ducks tonight at 10. The Lightning are 3-4-0 so far this season and are coming off a 4-2 loss against the LA Kings. The Ducks have lost their last five games but have the home advantage tonight. Make sure to tune in here tonight at 9.30 to catch the action. The Gators volleyball team travels to Auburn tonight to face off against the Tigers. Both teams are tied 7-2 in conference play and tonight will determine who's in the top. The first serve is set for 8 p.m. The SEC coaches have picked Florida women's basketball to finish 7th in a poll released by SEC this morning. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. this is Bryce Mitchell. 98.1
0: FM, 850
11: AM WRUF. Direct Auto Insurance is for uncompromisers. With savings of up to 25%, you too can stop compromising and keep driving. Get a quote today at directauto.com. Savings based on applied discounts and will vary. Terms apply. How you buy can affect price. National General Group, Winston-Salem.
6: Fall means more than football. It's also a great time to get your trees ready for winter. Daughtry Tree Service, the tree service people, is standing by to help you with all your removal, trimming, pruning, and more projects. Free estimates. At Daughtry Tree Service, there is no tree too tall. We do them all.
5: Okito America's new location on Newberry Road is now open. Okito America is the finest family fitness and child development center in the area. The school year is back and no one does after school like Okito America. Martial arts, academic tutoring, Spanish classes, art classes, science classes, sports programs, and free transportation. Classes for all ages. 6900 Southwest Archer Road and now at 7420 West Newberry Road. Hurry, sign up at okitoamerica.com today before classes fill up.
1: Arthrex is a global medical device company and leader in new product development and medical education in orthopedics. They pioneered the field of arthroscopy. They're committed to delivering uncompromising quality to the healthcare pros who use their products and ultimately the millions of patients whose lives they impact. Arthrex now is experiencing unprecedented growth. As an Arthrex employee, you have the chance to be at the forefront of the orthopedic medical device industry. They're hiring now at their manufacturing facilities in Florida, California, and in South Carolina. To find out how you can join the team, go to careers.arthrex.com. That's careers.arthrex.com, and you'll find out more.
11: Want to make a big impact this election? Voting yes on single-member districts is a vote for accountability. Voting yes on single-member districts is a vote for true representation for all of Alachua County. This is the first time in 40 years that we have an opportunity to fix our local government and finally have a say in who represents us. Don't let this opportunity for fair elections pass us by. Let's come together and stand up for Alachua County. Vote yes on single-member districts on November 8th. Pay political advertisement paid for by leading for our future. 115 East Park Avenue, Suite 1, Tallahassee, Florida, 32301.
6: Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry.
15: I would say that not only because they're absolutely the best, that they do pay attention and listen to each different patient and what their needs are, what their fears are, how they can help them through the, the different processes that you need to go through to have healthy teeth. And that's what's really important to me. It's the difference between night and day, just having the absolute best and know that that's what I have and um, I'm healthy. And I know that that's what I'm gonna be for the rest of my life, because this is my team for the rest of my life. It's terrific. This
7: is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com.
0: The Mary Wise Show, Monday evenings at 7, right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app.
1: We welcome you back three nine two eight two five five. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Bo Gator, hello. Hey, Steve, how you doing, man? Please I'm doing okay, man. Thanks for your call.
22: Hey, uh, first of all, if we want to win, you need to go check out the women's basketball, and even afterwards, you little girls go
1: on the up or your little
22: boys, and it's, it's the best fun you can spend. But uh, I'm not, I don't know what to say. It. Uh, those, those, those,
1: those, those that I'm having a real yeah. difficult time understanding you. I don't know what, uh, because it maybe it's your phone, but I- I'm having a hard time just understanding what you're, is there any way you can make it better? How about
22: that?
1: Oh, much better.
22: Okay. I just I can't understand what happens with our third down defense. How we can stop them first and second down and have it get third and seven, and it seems like probably eighty percent of the time we let them get it. I don't know what we changed in our defense or why we changed it for that one down, but it drives me insane.
10: Yeah,
1: I mean I, I can understand. I mean if it if it drives you that way, imagine what it does to the coaches. Imagine oh, what it does okay. for the players. And
22: but I, I would like to bring up two, though. When everybody was calling in last year, wanting Dan Ball's job, everybody said, "Oh, I'll put up with a losing record this year to have Napier get in and get his system." But it don't seem like people was giving him as much rope as they said they would.
1: I agree, but I will also I'll also say this to you. I think what happens there's theory versus what you see as a fan, right? I think, i, I said this many times, in the offseason, when fans are not fanatics, right? When they don't watch their team play, they can sit back and be a little more analytical. They can yeah. then say, as you just said, you know, hey, the, the the cover was a bit bare here. If Mullen didn't recruit very well, it's going to take some time to get his kids in here and his system in here, fine. But then you watch the product, right? To your point, difficulty getting teams off the field on third down. You know some of the clock management issues, and 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 fans rightfully have it a, have a, the the right to say, I'm not sure about this. So, you know, I, I hear you.
22: Oh yeah, but uh, and speaking of the Georgia Florida game, my biggest memory is when Brandon Spikes. Hitting no Sean Marino in the middle of the
1: line and just plowed him or was yelling at his face. To this day, I'd pay money to hear what he
22: was yelling at me. That'd, that'd probably be a 15-yard penalty now. <laughs> probably. Probably would. Steve, man. Okay. God, have a great day. Good Appreciate case. your
1: call. Thank you. Um, yeah, I, I think that would be a penalty now. Larry says, um, my prediction, Georgia wins by whatever score Kirby Smart thinks is appropriate. Hope I'm wrong. Hope we do better than Vandy did against them. Uh, Most won't agree with my point of view, but I think having the Florida-Georgia game in Jacksonville has run its course. The Jags are the main thing in Jacksonville now. The Florida-Georgia game was almost like a second thought uh, for the area. I'm strongly in favor of changing the game to a home-and-home series, not Jacksonville and not Atlanta, but Gainesville and Athens. And he actually helped me uh, do what I was going to do in this last half hour. I want to get your opinion and just get a informal sports scene poll here. What's your thought on this? A, do you want to keep the game in Jacksonville? B, do you want to make it home and home? Or C, do you want to rotate it? You know, home, home, Atlanta, Jacksonville. Give me your thoughts. I, I thought there would be a lot more passion from the Gator fan base to keep the game in Jacksonville. I don't get that sense. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't really get that sense. Uh, Thomas, I'm sorry, Julie says caught the end of your interview with Coach Mowry, his discussion of the importance of addressing mental health in college athletes. It's great to hear a coach talk about putting that front and center. It reminds me of an interview in the preseason with Kamar Wilcoxon when he felt comfortable enough to be vulnerable and talk about some of his challenges. I think that's really healthy and helps other athletes to open up and get help. I hope I have the player right. Yep. Uh, Thank you for highlighting the athletes and helping listeners realize these are young men and women juggling so many things, trying to please so many people, playing a sport in front of tens of thousands of people all while trying to be successful in college and beyond. Julie, thank you. Thoughtful email. And I'm guilty of that sometimes. I mean, you if you look at it, well, gee, this person's got it made, right? They're playing basketball. They're playing baseball. Well, there's other things they're doing besides that, too. So, yeah. Tony says, Spike said to Moreno, you missed prognostication Friday. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, all right, a couple of more emails. Oh, let me uh, repeat what I said earlier because I had uh, a women's basketball player on here. Florida is picked to finish seventh uh, in preseason voting by coaches. That's exactly where the men's team was picked to finish. Uh, kind of interesting. Uh, Al emails, a lot of emails today. Uh, he says, definitely make this a home and home. I-, I think the Jacksonville thing has run its course. Scott says, here's an interesting stat for you. Seven of the previous 11 Florida head coaches have beaten Georgia in their first attempt. Interesting. Four outliers are Woodruff, Pell, Muschamp, and Mullen. And the email you read is utter nonsense. Give Napier time. You can't expect a chef to do too much with ramen noodles and ketchup. And keep it in Jacksonville. Tradition's what makes college football great. Patrick says, When does the NBA start? It's already started. Uh, get rid of Jacks. Love to go to Georgia and have them come here. Uh, go Phillies. And he says, Tennessee will. Uh, get upset this week, okay? We I don't think Kentucky has enough offense to keep up with Tennessee. I think they're good defensively, but I, I've not seen somebody really stop Tennessee. And I don't... I mean, Tennessee's defense isn't very good, but it's it's funny. When Kentucky's playing Tennessee and Florida's playing Georgia... I think the formula for the underdog is the same. What's Kentucky do well? They run it. Rodriguez is a stud running the football, right? What does Florida do well offensively? They run it. So run the ball, keep the other offense off the field, and when you get in the red zone, you've got to score touchdowns instead of field goals and hopefully hit a big play somewhere. I think that's the same formula Kentucky's going to have to have. 127, Check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF
0: flagship of the Florida Gators, ESPN 98.1 FM at 850 AM WRUF. So many people
19: here are getting real lasting joint pain relief from QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics has changed
10: my life. I would recommend QC to anybody. The work that QC Kinetics did paid off exponentially.
9: It brought me back to an effective age of almost in my 20s and 30s. QC Kinetics
19: uses cutting edge regenerative medicine, natural biologics from your own body, precision treatments that can restore and repair damaged tissue, in your aching joints with no meds, no steroids, no drugs, and no downtime.
11: I got
16: a very quick resolution to my pain. It
10: is a all-natural therapy. You're using you to fix you. I got my
16: life back. I got my smile
10: back, and best of all, I got my last back.
19: Don't live with that pain anymore, and don't let them tell you surgery is your only option. Learn more about regenerative options from the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics. Call now for your free consultation.
11: Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. In Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550.
6: There's nothing like living in gator country especially during football season just ask chuck bush at bush auto repair and gator transmission keeping the gator nation on the road since 1954 and for the gator away games why not grab your crew and head out in a cruise america rv rental also available at bush auto repair you'll love all the creature comforts at fantastic pricing trust chuck bush auto repair when you're in the swamp or heading out of town visit online at chuckbushautorepair.com go gators I love the ocean. Me? I love a slow winding river. I love the lake, slick as glass. But nothing compares to
19: what you love inside the boat. My family.
6: My child. My best friend from first grade.
19: If you're behind the wheel of a boat, pay attention. That way your favorite water will always be safe water. Learn more about boating safety at myfwc.com. Brought to you by the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission.
10: Gator fans gear up for game day every game this season. Show your Gator pride from a huge selection of shirts, jackets, backpacks, hats, and hundreds of other Gator gear products at the UF Bookstore on campus at the Wrights Union. And they have the largest selection of New Jordan sideline apparel and Nike collections in school or out of school. The UF Bookstore is the place to gear up for game day. There's no better way to show your Gator pride than to wear the orange and blue to every game, indoors or outdoors. Get yours at the UF Bookstore. Go Gators!
19: There's always excitement about lighting the first fire of the season. It brings family together, provides comfort, warmth, and a gathering atmosphere. The Wood Stove and Fireplace Center in Gainesville on Main Street is the area's premier dealer of wood, gas, and electric fireplaces, indoor or outdoor, in wall or standalone, plus decorative screens, tool sets, and more. Visit our showroom today and capture the warmth of the season. The Wood Stove and Fireplace Center, since 1975. Visit online at woodstoveflorida.com.
16: The UPS store locations are independently owned. Products, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful
19: finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify
13: call us med now to learn more 800-513-1652 800-513-1652 800-513-1652 that's 800-513-1652
0: from the uf weather center here is your wruf weather update
5: Today, a cold front will be moving through our area. We'll have a chance for a couple of passing showers and maybe even a rumble of thunder during the early afternoon. Otherwise, mostly cloudy skies, muggy and warm highs in the lower 80s. Tonight, sky is clearing, humidity dropping, lows in the upper 50s tomorrow morning. Tomorrow afternoon, plenty of sunshine, and temperatures in the lower low 80s. In the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Murawski.
0: Keyshawn, Jing Will and Max. I sent you something for your stroller. Yeah, where your re- where's the registry thing? Where is all that, Jay? I'm not
19: getting
11: the Bentley 6-in-1 stroller. I what? There's a Bentley, a Bentley stroller? stroller? The Bentley of strollers, yeah. or is it an actual Bentley stroller? It's actually- Bentley makes a stroller? Yeah, they Bentley make makes a, a stroller.
2: stroller? But I figured, Jay, you could use that to match the car that you I don't you know. stop. Key,
0: Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 981 FM 850 AM WRUF. Bump, set, spike. We are your home for Gator women's volleyball. You are listening to ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators.
8: This
10: is Gator Head Football for Billy Nate here. You're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell, right here on the ESPN 981 FM, 850
23: AM WRUF. Anywhere in the A1 world on the
1: WRUF radio app. Home stretch of our sports scene for today. Don't forget tomorrow, uh, really good show planned for you. Hope to have uh, DJ Shockley, the former Georgia quarterback, here talking about them dogs. Mark Weiser covers the team for the Athens Banner-Herald. He'll be here. Uh, also, the voice of Gator Show and Kelly and former Gator coach Dan Mullen we will be making his uh, broadcast debut as an analyst for a television uh, broadcast of a college game tomorrow night. Let's uh, bring PG here. PG, hello.
24: Hey, Steve. Um, I wanted to answer uh, your question about the Florida-Georgia game in Jacksonville. Um, I've actually flip-flopped on it because when I was younger, I wanted it to be a home-and-home home, uh, or a home-and-away because we experienced that once, and that was that was a lot of fun. But I have so many good memories of Jacksonville, and I've gone to a lot of those games over the last 25 years. And when you walk in, it's about the closest you could see to a bowl game because you're split. I think Georgia doesn't like it as much. It's a little further for them. It's easy for us. I mean, you know, especially with the bypass now on the way to Jacksonville. I don't know. I'm thinking, because I'm on both sides, how about like. You know, every three years you go to Jacksonville, like home and away Jacksonville or every five years or so two times a year, because that could be, I don't know, kind of special. But I don't know how the money works out. I don't know if they, each school gets money from, I don't know if it's Altel, whatever the stadium is now, TD Bank uh, or the city or it's going to come down to dollars, right? No so, question. Yeah.
1: And And here's the thing. Uh, I think what people forget and I forget sometimes is, I mean, yes, Florida and Georgia are the the schools here, but the city of Jacksonville has a huge stake in this. It makes money for them. It makes money for their businesses. So they'd be stupid not to try to keep this game, and that's why I think this is going to boil down to what Jacksonville can pony up to convince these teams to stay.
24: And that the recruiting thing got uh, got fixed, right? Where the home team supposedly could have recruits there. Remember that? Yep. Like both teams couldn't have recruits, so that's fixed, right? They they did some addendumizing to that. Yep. Something. Now I,
1: read, I think if maybe I'm wrong here, but if the home team gets it, then the other one still loses it. So you know, on a particular weekend. So I think that's Kirby Smart's point.
24: Yeah, but that would. But if they went home and away, that's the way it would be anyway. So, right? I mean, so I kind of get that. Like, that's fair. I don't know. Uh, but I'd have to read more about it and see what happens. I, I just want to say a couple other things. So we I hear a lot about the transfer portal and hopefully next year. I was a little disappointed, and I'm going to talk from both sides of my mouth, that, that Napier and company didn't hit the transfer portal harder. And, and I'm under the understanding that um, they actually have a transfer portal coordinator on staff. So they... I don't know if a lot of people know that, but somebody on staff is in charge of identifying talent, the portal, kind of coordinating that whole thing, which is pretty cool, which is such a big part of it now. But I also understand that you got to have a good floor for high school recruiting and a good, you know, good foundation, and that was key. But I just feel like this team could have won a couple more games this year, maybe another squeak another game next year, you know, shoring up that some of that front seven especially with like just d1 defensive tackles i feel like they don't grow on trees but like last year you saw Newkirk and the other player eluding me but that type of guy because they're just missing that so bad and that could have just been there was nobody there or they they didn't evaluate the guys real well or maybe they thought they'd be a little better you never know what that could be um but you follow what i'm saying i wish they would have done it a little more and then the other question i'm gonna take it off the air well one question for you with as good as Tennessee got so quickly, and maybe not on the defensive side of the ball, but they were not very good two years ago. The McDonald's bag stuff, the, they couldn't find a coach. I don't know if people remember that, but it was a mess. Two coaching cycles in a row. piano, and then they protested that, you know, and, and, and the guys kept turning them down. And they end up with Highball. but it's so innovative. And this is where my question is. You can get quick with innovation that works, right? So, with the way Billy's doing it, can we really expect it to be done quickly? Because this seems like a sustainable way to do it. And I know the transfer portal can can help him and help the team, but really, realistically, you know, how much better can this type of system get unless you have the fundamental pieces like up front on both sides? You follow what I'm saying?
1: I do. But let me throw out, and it's going to sound like I'm dissing a kid, and I'm not. But let's take two examples in the transfer portal recently. Both in the SEC, actually three. Ole Miss, they're seven and one. Now you you can say that's a paper thin seven and one. They really haven't played a big schedule, but they're still seven and one and they went and got a kid in Jackson Dart, and then, you know, that's a quarterback. LSU went to the portal. Their secondary is almost all transfers from the portal. And they got now a kid who's all, all of a sudden the light switch has gone on at the quarterback position. Florida doesn't have that yet, right? So, yeah. and And I think Billy Napier made the conscious decision, to your other point, Of, I got to straighten out the high school stuff. There's been too many places where we're not going in, we're not making headway, they don't even know us, or we're not established. We got to fix that first. And if we get somebody out of the portal, okay, great. Well, they got Ricky Pearsall, they got Montreal Johnson. Okay, but again, did they get them at the defensive line or at linebacker? Not really. And remember, Dewan Black is a transfer. Hasn't really worked out for him, right, for whatever the reason. So, I think that's yeah. the reason why, PG. I think they thought they really had to shore up the high school stuff first.
24: Well, you know, I love recruiting, and I'm totally fine with that, even with the changing landscape. I mean, you gotta, you gotta have that. They're all around here. You know, the guys are, there's so much talent <clears throat> within 300 miles of Gainesville. And, uh, I'm really happy he's doing that. So I think it's going to take a little longer, but I'm okay with that. So anyway, thank you, Steve. All
1: right, PG, thank you. Uh, Tommy says, Georgia gets a lot of PR from the Jacks game, a lot of outstanding recruits in the South Georgia area that may start to focus more on FSU and Florida. Well, Tommy, I'm just saying Kirby Smart, who would know that, has come out and said, you know, we, we, we want to have it back here. Jonesy says... Isn't this the same attitude Georgia fans had in the 90s when they were losing 80% of the time? You think it'll be fine with the Gator fans, the game stays in Jacksonville if they were winning like in the 90s? Well, I'm not saying that what is happening here is the measuring stick for Gator Nation, because it's not. But has anybody called here to this point and passionately said, This game should stay in Jacksonville. No. No. So I either people just aren't doing it, and there's a silent majority that feels that way, or it's not that big a deal anymore. Because once again, the novelty of Florida being home and home when the, the stadium there was being renovated, it was pretty cool go between the hedges and that novelty will wear off too if this does go home and home well okay the fourth or fifth time you go to Athens eh okay I've been there that's kind of how it works so again I'll say it for the third time money will talk in this there is no question in my mind also, I've been trying like crazy, and I want it's going to sound like I'm throwing them under the bus here, and I'm not. I'm being factual. When CBS broadcasts a Gator game, I always try to get Gary Danielson to come on here. And Gary's been on with me many times over the years. There is something going on between ESPN and CBS when it comes to radio, where Gary Danielson has to get special permission to come on this radio station because it is an ESPN affiliate. I have reached out to CBS. I've reached out to Gary. Nothing. And that's too bad because to not have, you know, their analyst on in the market where the game is being played seems pretty stupid from a public relations standpoint to me. I mean, will it matter in the big picture? Of course it doesn't. But from a local standpoint, I think it does matter. So, still trying, but I'm not going to hold my breath here. 144, time check brought to you by Hayes-Shilby. Final segment coming up ESPN, 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
0: Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now. FM 8:50 AM W-R-U-F.
21: Good afternoon. This is Bryce Mitchell. The Anaheim Ducks host the Tampa Bay Lightning tonight at 10. The Lightning are three and four so far this season, and are coming off a four to two loss against the LA Kings. While the Ducks have lost their last five games. Make sure to tune in here tonight at 9:30 to catch the action. The number 14 Gators volleyball team travels to Auburn tonight to face off against the Tigers. Tonight, we'll determine who's number one in SEC conference play as both teams are tied 7-2. The first serve is set for 8 p.m. The SEC coaches have picked Florida women's basketball to finish seventh in a poll released by SEC this morning. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. This is Bryce Mitchell.
0: ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF.
1: Next time you're driving around town, check out the car in front of you or alongside of you. There's a really good chance that that's a Southeast Car Agency tag. Why? Because the Cousins family has been selling vehicles here in north central Florida for over 40 successful years. And only one kind. The best in late model, low mileage vehicles. No new vehicles. Steve Russell here. I drive one myself. Have for years. Check them out in person, northeast 39th Avenue or online, secars.com. Southeast Car Agency.
16: We are all on this planet together, so join Odyssey and find your one thing. After Halloween this year, don't throw out your jack-o'-lantern. Use it to start composting instead. Pumpkins and other gourds are perfect additions to any compost pile. Also, you can add container soil and roots from potted plants that have withered away. And if you have a garden, be sure to add garden waste from cleaning and pruning, like stems, roots, and leaves. Join Odyssey and together, each of us doing one thing makes a greener tomorrow. What's your one thing? Daughtry Tree Service has
10: been voted Our Town Magazine's favorite local tree company for 2020, 2021, and 2022. As well as the Newberry Business Hall of Fame for the third year in a row. Call us today for a free estimate. And remember, at Daughtry Tree Service, there's no tree too tall, we do them all.
12: October is National Pedestrian Safety Month and a time to remind everyone that pedestrian safety is a shared responsibility. Pedestrians, walk on sidewalks or if a sidewalk isn't available, walk facing traffic. Watch for cars exiting driveways or backing up in parking lots and remain visible at all times. Motorists, failing to yield to pedestrians in crosswalks could result in a citation and points on your driver's license. Remember, pedestrian safety is a two-way street. Brought to you by the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles.
5: Okito America's new location on Newberry Road is now open. Okito America is the finest family fitness and child development center in the area. The school year is back and no one does after school like Okito America. Martial arts, academic tutoring, Spanish classes, art classes, science classes, sports programs and free transportation. Classes for all ages. 6900 Southwest Archer Road and now at 7420 West Newberry Road. Hurry, sign up at OkitoAmerica.com today before classes fill up.
12: Dave
1: Mays Automotive, we get the bugs out of your car. College football season is here, and there's lots of great plays being made. Hey, it's Steve Russell. Let me tell you about one of my favorite plays when it comes to my automobile. I take it to Dave Mays Automotive. Why? Because I trust the team to treat me and my vehicle with respect, integrity, and honesty. If you're tired of being treated like a number at the chain stores, make a great play and head to Dave Mays Automotive located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind the Sunnies on Waldo Road. Brakes, A.C., oil changes, tires, engine and transmission work, and of course, their famous bug check. Modern to import, diesel trucks, and fleet service, they do it all. Learn more at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive,
9: we get the bugs, all of them bugs, out of your car.
7: Want to make a big impact this election? Voting yes on single-member districts is a vote for accountability. Voting yes on single-member districts is a vote for true representation. This is the first time in 40 years that we have an opportunity to fix our local government and finally have a say in who represents us. Let's come together and stand up for Alachua County. Vote yes on single-member districts on November 8th. Paid political advertisement paid for by Leading of Our Future, 155 E-Park-Aff, Suite 1, Tallahassee, Florida, 32301.
0: Keyshawn, Jay, will and Max, weekday mornings at 6, right here on ESPN 981 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app.
11: This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, you are listening to Sports scene with Steve Russell, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and everywhere in the world on the WRUF
1: radio app. All right, our final segment begins. We'll talk to David. Hi, David.
13: Hey, Steve. Good afternoon. Yes, sir. So uh, uh, let me be one of the voices. Jim have a bunch of wanting to uh, pretty adamantly keep it in Jacksonville. Okay. And I want to I want to tell you a couple reasons why. Okay. First, uh, uh, tradition. I think the tradition is fabulous. I've gone since I was a student, and that goes back. We're getting many, many, many decades, almost five now, uh, almost every year. And um, that's one. So tradition does matter. The other is, you know, the old ball coach used to say, hey, it's in Florida. It's our kind of a home game for us. And he was exactly right. And we need to turn it back into that and win every year just like he did. And that's that's true. Then the other, there's this psychological part of me that says, anything that Kirby Smart wants, I don't want him to have. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm wide open about that. And this is a week to hate the dogs. They're rotten, vermin, cur. And we need to find a way somehow, I don't know how, to beat them and doing it right there uh, on the banks of the St. John's River could be nothing better, and you know, those cur that come down, they love it, too, and he ain't gonna impress any recruits, especially. The nostalgia of both games when they were restoring the stadium, Steve, I was at both of them, and it was awesome to have it, so if we want to do it a nostalgia kind of uh, feel-good thing every once in a blue moon of two years home and home, uh, fine, but don't let Kirby have it his way is the most important thing and keep it in jack's
1: all right thank you david appreciate the call L- let me share something about the game like i said you know when i was an undergrad in school here i went uh and went there every year for a long time uh did my post game shows from there um but i have not gone the past Two or three years because it's been it's difficult to do the post game there. It's easier to do it here, um, and I even tried one year going there for a half and driving back. It, but I miss seeing my friends. Uh, I miss just the atmosphere of that. And while you know going to Athens was cool, and while you know having a game here was cool, um, you know when, when this game's going to be played Saturday and I'm not there, um, I'll miss that. Uh, I'll miss that. And I wonder if other fans would feel the same way. Paul, hello.
23: Hey, Steve. I uh you know maybe ten years ago if you asked me this question, I would have said, no, it's it's gotta stay in Jacksonville. And I, I feel like I think my first Florida Georgia game was in eighty five. I loved the old Gator Bowl. I loved the 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 dirtiness of it, and how the how the bleachers moved. And when it transitioned over to uh whatever stadium it's it's called now, all tell to whatever. Uh, I just don't think and with the teal seats, I just don't think it's ever was the same. And now I'm I'm at a point where I think I'd be okay if they rotated it. If uh one year it was in Jacksonville, one year it was in Atlanta, uh and then maybe on campus the other two. Or or maybe uh maybe somehow how they do their Army Navy game. Where, you know, two or three years it's in Philly but then the next couple of years it's in like a San Diego. And I mean obviously we're not gonna go that far away. Right. Yeah. We've got enough we've got enough stadiums and uh uh interest in the game that I think as long as Jacksonville was in I think if Jacksonville was in the cycle it would make it more meaningful going back. Because those rides up three oh one I mean, those were good days. And um, I love the Florida Georgia game. But I but I, I, I think that spreading it around might bring back more. I mean, the best thing to come back around is if both teams were, were were really competitive. I think that's really what I want, but uh, I don't, I don't, I don't mind the idea of moving it around as much as I may have a decade ago or so, but but Jacksonville is a special place.
1: It is. And like I said, I, I miss it when I don't get a chance to go. I, I, like I said, I see old friends, some live in Jacksonville, you know, I see friends who were at the game. It's just, it's just, it, it's just a different thing, and I hope it. At minimum, I hope they do what you're suggesting, Paul. Where at least they make it in Jacksonville some of the time. I think that if you're not going to make it where it stays there every year, that would be my fallback position. All
20: right, thanks, buddy.
1: Thank you, sir. Doctor Gill, hello.
20: Uh, hi, Steve. I just wanted to mention something about the topic of the day. Um, I'll be going on Saturday to Jacksonville. I've been to every Florida-Georgia game since 1974, except for the COVID year. Uh, and currently, my record of attendance is 24 wins and 23 losses. want to keep above 500 if possible. But my take on it is this. Um, if Kirby Smart wants to change the game to home-and-home, I would if I was Scott Strickland, I would say, okay, on your letterhead and the University of Georgia, please write a letter to the 30,000 people who go to that game each year that will not be able to go to the game when it's on the other campus, because right now you've got 40,000 from each school when it's home and home. You'll have about 10,000 at the most tickets for the visiting team, and 30,000 people who have been going there year after year will not be able to go that particular year. And I'd like Kirby Smart to explain it to them, why they won't be able to go to that game every year now.
1: Yeah. I mean, look, I I just found um, Yahoo Sports story where they came up with the finances. And, And look, that's what this is about. You know, you can talk about the fans and you can talk about, "I want this game here or there," uh, but these are the numbers, okay? Um, schools get 1.25 million from the city this year and next for playing the game, and another 1.5 million if the option is exercised for 24 uh, and25. The city reimburses each team 60 grand for travel and game day expenses and Georgia gets an extra 350 grand for air travel. So there's financial incentive and that's what this is going to come down to.
20: Right, but my point is is that there's going to be a lot of disappointment. Now, right now, at this stage of my life, I could I could do without going to the game every year, but there are a lot of people whose whole season uh, is climaxed by that particular weekend, and you're going to have to tell three-quarters of the fans that are used to going there that I'm sorry we don't have enough tickets for you because Florida's hosting it this year. I think that's going to be a big problem, and I'd like to be on the positive side of that and let Kirby uh, you know, write that letter.
1: Okay. Thanks, Gil. Right? Appreciate you, man. Okay. Thank you for your call. Um, it'll be in, just, and I. Some sometimes you can read. You think you read into something, just from the statement that was given by both schools. It didn't sound like, oh gosh, please keep it in Jacksonville. It just didn't sound like that. But negotiations that will take place. Jerry says the game such a rivalry because of its location with a fifty-fifty fan split. South Georgia fans were given the game in Jacksonville because it was more convenient, and the teams get more money than a home and home. Uh, last two emails: Bill says keep the game in Jacksonville. I don't go every year, but when I do go, it's a blast. It's it's it should stay there. I'm a big traditionalist, and uh, Don. Uh, has this, and he says kind of the same thing. I've been going to Florida-Georgia games since the 80s. I've only missed one when I was ill. I'm going again this year. I hope I go again five years and ten years from now. Keep the darn game in Jacksonville. Okay, well, if sentiment is any measuring stick, it looks like most of you want to keep the game in Jacksonville, in our very unscientific poll here. Thanks today to all of our guests who've been here. Tomorrow, we hope to have Mark Weiser from the Athens Banner Herald to talk about Georgia football. We are still awaiting confirmation, but we expect to have DJ Shockley, the former Georgia quarterback here as well tomorrow. Former Gator coach Dan Mullen will be here tomorrow, we hope, and so will the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly. So we have a really good program Plan for you tomorrow. And, of course, on Friday, after a week's hiatus because of the open week, we will have our prognostication Friday. And the weather forecast for Jacksonville on Saturday. Thanks to Sam for producing today. We thank you for listening. And it's always great when you're part of the show. We get to talk sports with you every day. I love doing that. You're listening to ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF I'm Steve Russell enjoy the rest of your Wednesday
0: Gainesville U251CG Gainesville From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios We are ESPN 98.1 FM 850 AM w-